this, just just like this right now. Just like this right now. Right now, right now, right now. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Super Swole Podcast. My name is Jake Howard. And I go by DJ Swirl. Chocolate and vanilla swirl. Yeah! What's up, everybody? And tonight, before we get started on our vast array of topics, I'd love to give a shout out to Royalty Nutrition. And to help me out with that, as always, here he is, Warhorse. Hey, it's Warhorse. Do you want your workouts to look like this? Or do you want your workouts to slay? Warhorse picks his pre-workout, he wants it to slay! If you want second place, go with somebody else. If you want to be a champion, go with Royalty Nutrition! That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Royalty Nutrition is a veteran-owned and operated supplement company that doesn't automatically go to use the cheapest ingredients possible while making the supplements to help you along with your fitness goals. Check them out. Use the discount code 37HAKE to save you 15% on your entire order. My next shout-out of the evening will be to Gorilla Gains. That's gorilla-gains with a Z. Dot com. They are a fitness apparel company that you can wear comfortably in and out of the gym. They also make great equipment that helps keep you safe while you train. Check them out. Use the discount code JAKE15. You'll save 15% on that order as well. Give a shout out to me. Patreon.com backslash HateJoward. That is where I post workouts that I've written for people over the years that I've done it. I also do uh, blog type posts, whatever I'm thinking about at the time. And also once a month, I do a solo show called Hake Rants. Check that out and help support my family of 84 or whatever I've got now. DJ Swirl, tell them about the Bye to Bye Empire. <laughs> yes, Bye to Bye. We specialize in fast, friendly, on demand moving, delivery, staging, TV mounting, and assembly, which means we help everyone from housewives shopping at Home Goods to bros DIYing it at Lowe's, but most frequently, property managers, and real estate agents helping their clients move from their current space to their new place. They say teamwork makes the dream work, but what about that nightmare? From your landlord to your dashboard, life won't play fair. If you lack time or got a bad spine, we're here to support you, giving peace of mind from the time you buy until we say goodbye. That is buy to buy, simple, made easy. Everywhere you are at B-U-Y-T-O-B-Y-E. What you see right here is buy to buy studios. This is high quality, low stress, always remote controlled. We do creative consulting, remote content creation, and post-production. So if you are just now putting pen to paper and need help, we've got you. If you're in the middle of something cool and you want to look better than you are now, we got you. If you've got something that already looks great and you just need help making it look great on social media, we do that as well. That's at buy to buy studios, buy to buy.com forward slash studios. Jake. We talk about tonight. All I know is you gave your whole pitch and uh, didn't switch the cameras. So uh, I didn't. I, it was you. No. Yeah. So I was. Oh, uh, I'll bring was you like, out now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I was doing the wooden dummy thing the whole time. <laughs> That's gonna look great to look back on. <laughs> oh, uh, there you go. That's me. That's me messing up my own my own edit. I switched to one move. 
We're doing it live. No, I did it to shrink your your headshot because your headshot was a little it was a little close, and I wanted to pull you back, so it didn't look so close. And sure enough, in doing so, that made me mess up the other part. That's what I get for doing it in real time. Wow. <laughs> so so much for that uh that profanity filter hey it's okay <laughs> we're doing all right what do you want to talk about first well uh last last week we touched on uh my dead duck yes and uh so <clears throat> i was gonna get two ducklings to uh help my duck be uh <sighs> Yes. Not go, not go nuts. And, uh, so I was, I extended the run. My buddy Nate came over and we, uh, added on to the run. So it's, it's a much bigger space for the birds. And, um, then my quest for ducks began. Ain't nobody has ducks. <laughs> the, uh, the only ducks I found were, uh, uh Drake's. There's two males. I'm not bringing that into my house. So, um, so we, did I say that we picked up a chicken last week? Yes. So we picked up a chicken from, uh, my brother's farm out in Florence. And I checked this thing twice, once in front of Nate, once in front of Brit. And I showed the, and I showed the kids how to, you know, check for a peanut on a chicken. Okay. And, you know, so obviously this is just a very masculine presenting chicken. But I may be wrong because this sucker's starting to cock a doodle doo. Ooh. Yeah. We might have some roast rooster here soon. <laughs> but but um, I'll probably wait until um, Brittany's three silky breed chickens are big enough to go into the run. And uh, what a silky is, is they look like fluff balls, even when they're bigger. Like they have like more of like fuzzy feathers than like regular chicken feathers. Gotcha. And uh, they're like pretty, I guess. You guess? Yeah. What, yeah <laughs> I, like whatever. They're like $25 a bird. So. Uh, and <laughs> is that pricey? What is that? Compared to the like twenty five dollars I spent to get fourteen other chicks, yeah. Why? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um. <laughs> all right. Okay. So all right, it costs a little bit more to get the fourteen chicks. So I'm sorry, Brittany might watch this later, and I'm gonna get my ass chewed or whatever. But um, they found a lady. She found a lady that uh, breeds them out of her house and it was like in a suburban neighborhood yeah. she has like a chicken set up in her front like four four how do you say it four yay four four year sure four four yay <laughs> i don't know it's an open space at the front of your house that rich people have man and uh <laughs> and uh yeah so Brittany was like all right, we'll go take uh, Scarlet to her friend's house, and we'll swing by this lady's house, and I'll get a, I'll get, uh, I'll get two of these birds. And of course, we had the we had Mila, Ruthie, Marley, and Christopher in the van with us, and of course, everyone wanted to get out and go. 
So I just said, babe, just go in there and get your birds. Because I was going to help her look at them and pick them out. Because I am the bird man. <laughs> and, uh, but I was like, you know, whatever. You know, this is something you've always wanted. You know, you've always liked these types of chickens. So go, go pick them out. <clears throat> so she comes back with three. So instead of spending the fifty dollars that we spent seventy five, and uh, what is uh, what is her involvement in the maintenance of these? Uh, well, she's doing, you know, she's she does a lot now, like their the handling. She makes sure they have their you know starter feed and their water is full, and okay, make sure the top make sure the toddlers aren't popping heads off when, on accident or whatever. <laughs> So, so I mean, I'm not be able to recoup any of the costs because of eggs, or I mean, yeah, in like five years. <laughs> I, well. I, mean, I might get in this into the silky breeding business. I mean, obviously, these things are worth a mint. Why not? Let's party. The, show quality, show quality birds. Let's what, let's what's do the it. market for that. What's the market for I, fuzzy birds, dude? If this lady is just popping birds out left and right out of her house for twenty five bucks a pop, that's like little and unsexed. I can flip that. Ooh, might as well. I'll price her out of business too. I don't care. I don't know that lady. <laughs> Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, at least at least your your expense was not as bad as my potential expense that I got, dude. Yes, me on Monday. Um, uh, I spoke last week, I believe, on the job that I had for one of my chapter members' children, uh, grown children, and um, yeah, it was a contentious experience and but at the end of the day payment was made move on with life uh monday morning i woke up to a message that said oh there is a dispute there's a chargeback and without even looking in the details i knew who it was and my wife has previous experience in the hotel industry so she's had to deal with chargebacks prior and so she said how much was it for I didn't know because I didn't, again, I didn't look at the details, but I jumped into my accounting software and I looked it up. Lo and behold, didn't dispute the entire amount. It says incorrect amount and they have the exact dollar amount for what was on the invoice, the tip. So um, I don't know what my next course of action is. Uh, you said that you have some experience and you can enlighten me on on, on on ways so, to proceed but i it's it is hilarious i'm not laughing because it's not a laughing matter but it's hilarious the pettiness that someone would have to go through just just to, just to do this yeah it's the uh going back into a restaurant a couple days later and being like i want my tip back from that server and, but um so i worked in uh, bank card fraud for a little bit. Okay. And what would happen is, um, especially on 
they're called service services services rendered or services not rendered charges. Yeah, we couldn't like refund them automatically. They'd have to escalate that through the credit card company or whatever. Yeah. So basically, what happened is is you rendered your service, you were paid for your service, and then you were given a tip for being dope. Right. And and someone involved in that transaction was like, "How dare you?" So basically, on your on your end, all you'd have to do is provide. Here's was the charge for the service. Here was the tip amount. They are disputing the tip amount. Tell them to shove it in their pee holes. Because I don't. And the person on the other end will go, LOL, coming right up. Yeah. Because no I don't think you can, char- I don't think you can charge back for a tip. I think you can try. And and with the monetary amount we discussed is not small claimsable. Correct. Probably. So, 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 I mean, tell this spoiled twat to eat shit. Where are we at? Did we have 10 minutes? No, yeah, not we, even close. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, we got it. We, 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 we hit, we passed the threshold. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, fuck that dude. Like, I, like, you're like the Obama translator, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm your uh, your anger translator. Anger translator, yeah, no doubt, bro. Because that's dude. I'm just thinking of the phone call. I'm just thinking of him. Let me, let me put my off. ring on for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good, very good. Very good. <laughs> so my my thought process is, how what's the amount of time that he has to invest? on a phone call to begin this transaction. Is this something he can do online right. that is simple and is dispute this charge, click, 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 he's well, done? Well, did he dispute it through his bank? I believe so. Yeah, so he either did it online and eventually he's going to have to talk to a claim specialist. Yeah. Which is what I did. And I'd go, oh man, that's that sucks. Well, we'll, we'll run this up and see what we can do for you. And it's out of the, it's really out of the bank's hands. It's actually going to go to um, whichever the card carrier is. Okay. Which would be, you know, MasterCard, Visa, Discover, or whatever. Right. And that's going to take a long time. This dude has invested a lot of time for the amount of money that he's disputing. Uh, that's the thing. It's like starting a business really puts the currency of time ahead of money ahead of you know a lot of things but and so i you know when i was putting the business together i was like okay how much do i want to get paid an hour what's gonna make you feel like what's gonna be worthy of sweating in this 115 degree weather third story apartment deliveries like what's gonna be worth that i figured that amount out and so then i look at people on average when i think about the cost of time and so just giving it 20 bucks an hour you think two hours, an hour? Because I think of like being at a cubicle, stuck at a cube, can't leave until the clock says so. Mm-hmm. Like the idea that he spent the equivocal amount of time in the wrong direction for the sake of a dollar amount that is only yeah. is less than four hours, or that's less than five hours. So it's like, and the fact that. His father is in my 
my business your business group like he he was there today i i had the intention of having a discussion with him not like putting him in a position to be judged or blamed but it's like just so we're all on the same page because it's your seed mm-hmm. and it's not even like it's your associate or your coworker. it's your son man like so so as so being my anger translator, I, I I connect with what you say. But knowing the situation and knowing that he has been on a losing streak for let's let's say, uh, this feels like a chosen L. Well, like, so like this kid or your not guy in the group. He's not a kid. Oh, this grown man, yeah. this grown child, <clears throat> this obvious effeminate pussy. Pusillanimous. Google it. My favorite word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, so I went back and I looked and I go, okay, whose card was it? Wasn't his. Oh, so it's on his wife's behalf. So Excellent. Did he, so do so you think he's on the account and he called in and had the rights or did he get made? I don't see him not calling and bitching about it. I don't see her doing that. So it's either it's a joint account and it was just her card, you know, like. Yeah. Or it's, you better fucking call him and get that money back. Oh, see, that's why I don't want I don't want to think that it's fucking abuse type of shit. Because that's, that makes me feel like it's even less worth it. So my mind, my mind goes right to this person is a giant sack of shit. So I assume Forest Mommy! So I assume that this person not only doesn't value your labor, but he also doesn't value his wife's opinion on the value of your labor. And he's wor- and, and he he deems it worthy to create conflict in his own relationship on behalf of this, on his petty. Yes. On on this in the grand scheme of things, not that much amount of dollars. Fucking bullshit! I, uh, I try. Dude, I, I, I'm trying to think back at a time in my life where I was this petty. Where, oh well. <laughs> I've sent like mashed potatoes back. No, no, you, you know, like, but okay. <laughs> I don't. I, I guess I don't. Did I tell you a story about my prom, my senior prom? I maybe we okay. both shared multitudes of stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. my friend. <laughs> uh, uh, my no, my senior prom. Does no, I don't think so. Okay, so uh, my senior year in high school, uh, we took a stretch at the time. Navigator. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. We had like six, twelve of us, whatever rent. Uh, like five or six couples. And so we were all getting in the vehicle, driving to Marshall, Illinois. Yeah! And going to the steakhouse out there. And this steakhouse, you make your own, you have the ability to cook your own steak. And uh, whatever. So we were all going there, and it was packed, 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 packed. Long story short, they were so under understaffed that our ride we only had for a certain amount of time and if we didn't leave by a certain amount of time they were gone 
that nap, that stretch nav was gone. And so we either had to make a decision and stay back and pay our bill and then call a, call a cab or we dip. And so I tried to get my service attention. They tried and it was so discombobulated that we were just like, ready, set, go. And so we left, went to prom, had a great time. Monday morning, I get called down to the principal's office and they ask, did you skip out on your tab? And I explained the situation. And I said, I'm 18 years old, having to make an executive decision between ruining my core memory senior because of poor, shitty service, or do I just dip with my party of 14, 12, 14 deep and go enjoy senior prom? B was the choice. Well, you got to pay for everybody. I said, that's hilarious. I said, I will pay for myself and my date. Here's what the amount is. I brought my checkbook with me because I knew what it was. I knew what it was. Right. And I said, I said, do I get to face my accuser? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, show me who snitched because yeah. there, because I could have. And so they said, you know, oh, we have to call your parents out of them. Whatever. I was like, I'll write the check out right now. Who do I make it out to? Staples. That was the name of the restaurant. Staples in Marshall, Illinois. And uh, good, good, good spot. I hope you're closed. Right? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no good spot. But it's just like. Oh, I got, do I got to put the ring back on? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck y'all. I hope you. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, like, I got snitched on on my senior prom because the service was terrible and we had to make an executive decision. So, I get the pettiness that comes out of this situation. I could have gone, drove 45 minutes to Marshall and paid with pennies. I could have done the most if I really wanted to, but it wasn't yeah. worth any of that because. They, they were an inconvenience to me, not the other way around. I was going to pay them. I had no problem. But what they weren't going to get me to do was snitch on everybody else. And right. they were disappointed. They were like, well, you know, this might wind up on your transcript. And I said, what, that I okay. eventually paid my, that I paid a delayed bill? Make sure that it's worded like that because that's all it'll be at the end of the day. And right. they, they didn't have anything on me because I, I admitted to the situation and I took care of, I acted responsibly on the back end. So, but now, I mean, full circle, bro. Now I'm getting a charge back for services rendered. Just because. No, you can basically get a hold of your bank or whoever you run through. Yeah. And fought and be like, I'm here to dispute this charge back. Because you can dispute chargebacks all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I you just, can go back and forth. Because, that, because my understanding is with a chargeback, if they had done it with my services, it would be much more difficult. But I have like text threads of satisfaction, right? Like, right. And you can present that. You, you can present that as evidence too. Yeah. And then yeah. and be like, it's like, listen, here's here is proof of they're satisfied with my work, their you know their glowing review or whatever. Right. And if suck the, my dick. If the, if the, serv the service was inadequate, why was there a tip at all? Exactly. At all. And the, the fact, I don't even know what the time delay is. It's at least, I think that I took care of them on the 24th. Okay. They just reported it on the 9th. Uh, that sounds like someone's having a hard time paying bills. They're trying uh, to get a freaking... <laughs> and I'm not trying to, there's no, there's no, there's no intent to judge or pass judgment or any of that, but it's... Oh, just... I, I, I'm, I'm just saying what that sounds like. That sounds like, yeah. oops. Yeah, and then, oops, dummy. It's called a budget. <laughs> but, 
But but and it it's not about losing. It's not taking L's. It's not even about that. It's about the pride attached to that on the back end. Because there's no need for you to go out of your way to lose again. <laughs> yeah, because there's no what to have is a shitty review on something I can't get review removed like on Google, and it stems from him not being able to get a refund. Well, so you can um, you can reply to those. I have already right. I have one that I can't get changed. I will, it, no, but you can. And it wasn't what? It wasn't even from a customer. Was that what during your uh, the, the MAGA people randomly finding your your business and being like, dude? No, it wasn't that. It was I was in the middle of like a six eight stack run, so I had eight deliveries through the course of a eight hour day, eight hour shift, right? Mm-hmm. And so like we were moving, and this one had a whole bedroom set, uh, adjustable base, king mattress, plus assembly. So we were there for like a solid hour, and we got every bit of trash except for the bottom of the dresser. So it's got like the really tacky board with the, you know, it's the base tear off. And so it was left in the parking lot. And so someone in the complex saw it, took a picture of it and said, left trash. That was it. They had my information because they, they got to my Google page. So they could have reached out to me directly and been like, Hey, you guys left some trash behind. I would have U-turned so quickly and taken care of that, apologized, and then that wouldn't have never happened. But again, I'm not new to the petty like this. Like the the animus that you need to have to go out of your way to do that. And then I reached out to Google and I said, I even responded to them. I said, hey, I don't, because I saw the name. You have to have your name, you know, it was on Gmail. So they had to expose themselves that much. And I responded to them and kind of go, hi, you don't have, we don't have your name as a customer. Can you let us know who you were that we helped so we can actually be a review core customer as opposed to a hater? Because that's what it is. It's someone who is just taking, who is investing time to be negative. Like the payoff is so little. Yeah. The work is hilarious, man. Hilarious. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like these rage farmers on the twitter.com. Like that, uh, that Ian Ian Michael Chong journalist or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, does this make you want to have rage? It should more rage, more rage, please give us rage. But no, I got, I got, I got one of my first comments on uh, something I posted was, "Oh, this uh, this idea is terrible. It's gonna fail within the first yep. months, right?" And so I yep. responded to that in kind but just to to but just to respond because it's like you don't even have anything no evidence like you can't even support that dumb statement so it's just like look forward to proving you wrong four years in so it's like i don't know what it i don't i just lack the ability to relate to that level of to that motivation i'm not motivated enough to hate on somebody because my life sucks. What's like, I mean, that's, it's, it's like, it, it is grown adult high school bullshit. That's, yeah. it's exactly what that is. And it's just straight up like, and the fact that it's targeted. I'm so goddamn miserable. How can I make 
you in specific feel miserable too. Misery like, loves company. Absolutely. Well, well, you know, just Forest Mommy's actually probably the queen of this. She's a hundred percent who she is at all times, and she gets mad haters on Twitter. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. And this was even before she was running for uh, city council. She's uh, she gets uh, lots of lots of rageful folk coming at her. <laughs> yeah, that target has only gotten bigger, no doubt. It's only it's it, a lot of it has to do with you know the vagina, I think. What's what's serious, I, vagina? Oh, I'm saying like she gets a lot of hate because she's a girl, she's a woman. That's it. So she gets hate. Who who is the hate from? Is it is that specific? Dudes and other women. Like she gets it from everybody. <laughs> yeah, and it's because like that on Twitter. Huh? So her page, her comment section sounds like your background. Oh, crying babies? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, that's him. Huh? Oh, that's that's Ruth. That's Marley. Is it? Uh huh. Uh huh. Not happy. Yeah, she is. She's entered a groove. She is so sassy. She is just sassy. She's a sassy broad. That Matt Marley Howard. She's a sassy broad. And her facial expressions are perfect for whatever mood she's in. And she's already got like the perfect side eye. Two years old, killing the game. <laughs> then you have 30 some odd year olds who go online and leave reviews or put charge back on tips. When you said that, yeah. dude, that made me feel, that actually made me feel better when you were like, that's like someone going back to a restaurant and arguing the tip that they left. Like, yeah. <laughs> you wrote that you put. The fact that the tip is not, it's, it's a, it is an option. It is something that you have to pass up. And if you choose not to, that is on purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if, if I get no tip, fine. I don't work for tips. I set my right. price accordingly, so I feel like I'm valued without a tip or not. So when I get tips, when I charge someone and they tip me the same amount as what I charge them, it makes me feel like how you said earlier. Straight up, fuck those people. Straight up fuck that whole energy because why would someone do that when I treated them exactly how I treated you? So I don't I think the only I think the only way in restaurants tips can get actually disputed is if like someone writes, you know, numbers in front of what you've already Right, right. Something written, written you know. No doubt. Yeah. But even then so like even then if even then for the amount. Even though someone left that amount of a tip, that's not even. I've seen, I've seen taxes way higher than that, with regularity. So it's not even like it's a. <laughs> the harder I try to make it make sense, the more it hurts. So I'm just. It's just because it doesn't make any damn sense. It, I. Oh, I'm just going like, to take that energy and I'm going to black panther it. I'm just going to absorb it and I'm going to use it to be positive. <laughs> Because fuck that. No, all just that whole energy, man. And and knowing that one, I see his father on a weekly basis. And I know that that, re- that relationship, like you said, your relationship with your pops wasn't great. I can, I'm seeing that in real time. And I helped him. 
and it's like, oh, all I wanted, all I wanted to do was help somebody. All I wanted to do was start a good relationship with the roofer guy, the roofing guy of my group. Now we got this. Let thing. me, let me clarify once again. My father and I's relationship was difficult because we are vastly different human beings. I have made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That and that's the case. Oh, no. That's the case with. I was, I was. I. Whoa. <laughs> I, t- I told you why Dad wouldn't come on the show, right? I... <laughs> Fucking bullshit. <laughs> I I don't know if I said this on the show, but uh, the last time my parents were in town, I asked my father to do the podcast with me, and he said, "No, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> I've been made to look like a villain enough. I was like, that wasn't my intent. <laughs> my bad. And so <laughs> when you told me that, that made me laugh so hard, dude, because I honestly don't think that you've gone out of your way to make him a villain. And you know no, how right? you know how some adults will reflect on their childhood to their parents who are still here and they'll, you know, they'll use it to have a, a shitty relationship with them now. You you've never tried to do that never no, once no. so the fact no. <laughs> the fact that he feels like he's been made to be a villain is funny so i also take that in stride because of who he is as a person i don't think my dad is a very out in the public individual yeah so i think no, that's that's, I, that's that's part of what it is that's so cool. and you know but i'm like hey dad 20 people are gonna see this you better <laughs> watch out <laughs> No, oh, and again, I've dealt with difficult customers. Uh, it's nothing new. What happened is nothing new. The idea that all of this stems from their error. Mm-hmm. The whole reason why it wasn't a smooth process is because they set us up for failure. And then after the fact, we still pushed through hot as hell outside, made it happen, and did it within four hours still went fucking from phoenix to eastmark it wasn't close like the idea that there's any pushback is hilarious hilarious and then the amount the steps the energy that has to be expound in order to reach this good luck that's all i can say and it's and you have documentation of satisfied work like there's no way they're getting their money back. And it's not even about the money. Like if I don't get my money back because I've already made terms with it because it's a transaction that requires a service fee. So I already yeah. paid about half of what they tipped me just to process the payment. So it's like I get money taken out every time a swipe. Or a charge happens. So, like, you're not doing me a favor by pretending like whatever the sum of money is is a problem. Because that's not it. Because I take that hit every time. That two and a half, three and a half percent, whatever that is. It hits every time. And then if I want to get it faster, that charges me too. Yep. So it's like the idea that people that the the idea that the merchants have these little ways to take their little piece, their little piece, 
and then you take care of somebody the right way, and then not even do the whole payment, do the whole thing, or not at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Come on. What's the what's the hurt? Do you need me to take a trip to this gentleman's home? Only so you could let him, so you can give him the insight you've given me. You could explain uh-huh. to him from the the service provider's customer service realm what his dispute actually means. Do you want me to sit him down and read him a children's book before I tuck him into bed too? Freaking baby bitch. <laughs> Once you explain to him, you'd be like, look, like, why didn't you do the whole amount? If you were that mad, let's go to court about it. Let's make it a yeah. make it worth my time. If I will invest the time then. If I gotta yeah. go to court over it, I will invest the time. I think if I'm gonna be making making runs, I need a pinky ring too. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's the thing about violence. Like, it doesn't solve anything. And he, I didn't say anything about violence. I just want to think you're right. But he's also, <laughs> he's also the person, when you go through something like this, that makes you laugh when you see the meme where people talk about people aren't getting punched in the face enough. Right. Because this is that exact meme. People aren't getting punched in the face enough, so they don't know what that boundary is. And the thing is, I set, I set some healthy-ass boundaries when I was in that house. Both houses. Because... He started talking crazy, and I'm just like, I don't care if, you, if you're if you just having a bad day. I don't care if your life is not great. Butterfly affect that in a different direction, because I don't need that. Talking okay. crazy how? Like, blaming you for him moving? So, the phrase that stuck with me was something to the effect of, I'm only doing this for my father as a favor. Like, he could have gone with someone else and been a bitch to them. But he was doing me the favor. <laughs> of because I'm sure his dad was like, This this is the new this is the new guy in the group. We're setting yeah. up referrals. You know, we pass business back and forth. And when he said, whatever whatever Todd. And when he asked me about it. When he asked me about it, I he said that they needed packing. That they needed their stuff packed up, and so when I when they when the actual request came in, there was no packing involved. When we showed up, we had to move a bunch of shit around. Yeah, we had to we had to slide other stuff, and then once once we got everything we needed in the truck, they said, "Can you move more shit?" So it's not even like we didn't do what we were supposed to do. We went above and beyond what we were asked to do, what we were contracted to do. Right, and had to deal with his attitude. And her father was there. And so he was listening to him talk shit to her. Her father. Oh, so. So not not the other father in this circumstance. Right. And so, yeah, man. The dynamics at work, at work here, there's collateral damage. I swear, oh. I swear to all of the gods, let a man that let's say one of my daughters ends up with, be shitty to her in front of me in any way, shape, or form. You will see my crusty, broken ass stand up and knock a jaw off because I still got one more in me. Like, <laughs> so the, so Hell the no. thing that, so he said that to me pretty quick, pretty soon after. And again, this was 
also the the same move where my help called off. The yeah. And so I was supposed to be a three man crew, and I showed up with two. And so he had every right to say something. That was his place. Say something. Mm -hmm. Let us do our work. I'll make an adjustment on the charges, and we'll keep it moving. He kept having to say, drop his little two cents, da 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 da. And he was like getting winded, like moving stuff. And I'm just like, so it's not even like he's capable and he's just not doing it. He's just not that dude. And so he's just a he's a miserable prick, no matter what's going on. A, he's he's a person who is miserable and loves company. And so he is calling me back into his misery. <laughs> this is the charge back to the future. So here we are. Still, this dude is still in my my headspace because he misses you <sighs> maybe maybe that was his way of trying to make friends <laughs> no because what do dudes usually do we fight it out and then we make up yeah we throw blows yeah i don't traditionally fight. i'm not a fighter 2023 baby i'm not a fighter if i, I am. if 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 the way if we went to small claims court and they said you guys have to get in the cage and iron it out. I'm 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 concerned for his well being. It's not I'm I'm going to channel all of my frustration into my fists and my elbows and my knees and my feet. I'm gonna fuck this dude up. Like not, just, <laughs> off, just off of principle. Not and it's one of those it's one of those people to where he beats you up, everybody talks about it. You beat right. him up, they're like, why? Yeah, why'd you hit that guy so hard? <laughs> why'd you pick on pick on someone your own size? Right. He's got a mouth. He's got a mouth the size of Shaquille. Like, get out of here. I'm the one who's at a disadvantage because I was working and I couldn't say what I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And then I had to make things nice with his wife afterwards. Did got tipped and then take back, take backs. I said I wasn't going to use this one. Nigga, please. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta. This mother, it's bro. Oh man. So yeah, that see, was. See you. You've you've been calm about this this whole time, and I, I think I've been like just riling you up. Yeah. No, it's not even you riling me up. It's like, <laughs> dude, I got I got to think the Emperor Palpatine. Yes, let the hate right, flow right, through right. you. No, it's healthy. <laughs> To talk about it, not to it's not it's unhealthy to keep it all in. So I just don't comprehend, man. I I'm just thinking about if, looking my lady back in the face. Like, how do I look her in the face? Because you know, like that's one that's a big red flag, right? If you're dating someone mm -hmm. in the service, like that's a big red flag. And so it's like <laughs> on my podcast way back in the day, Truths and Ladders, I had my friend Erica on. And we were talking about, yeah, shout, shout out Flex, perfect timing. Job. Flex shove. And so she was talking, we were talking about um, her being at work and being in a vulnerable state and someone taking advantage of that. And so we were, we were talking about the show, What Would You Do? And how they set up these scenarios and they, and they film the public and how they react to it. And so um, she goes, I was in one of those situations and I was just at work. And she's like, I had uh, one of my uh, usuals just came in, was talking to her, and out of nowhere, he said something to the effect of, where are you originally from? And she's like, I'm from here. I'm from Arizona, born, born and raised. He's like, no, but where are you actually from? Like one of those type of deals. 
And so then, like, it wound up to where her his wife had to come and save her, save him from the situation because he's just old and traditional. And so... She looked like she was from like Sudan or some shit. No, dude, like, she's she's Mexican American. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, are you Mexican or more South Mexican? No, but yeah. it was like, what is <laughs> like, bro, are you serious? And so, uh, and so, uh, you know, basically, he asked her if she was an illegal, and so he was like, he was like, oh, good thing it's not seven p.m. What the fuck? That was it. That was the end of that was where he left her. And so it was just like and so I, I, I said to her, I was like, So that, does that mean that he's just like is he a wolverine? Like does he turn to a werewolf at seven o'clock with his racism? Like what does he do? <laughs> he can't hold him, he can't help himself. That's when the that's when the the Roman Roman mask comes out. Yeah, man. It's so it's it's amazing. Yeah. Chef is like I get that question daily. I'd be like, Pasadena. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever there, oh, Matt man. from Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. So yeah, anyway. And then I subbed in for so for the same company or for the same organization I subbed in for um the plumber who came out and took care of my garbage disposal a couple weeks ago. Uh I went and took care of I subbed him while he's on vacation at another group and Got to meet BNI Rise out of Tempe and had some nice folks in there, had good conversations and look forward to, to networking with them soon. So good, man. Went in there not knowing anybody. I, I had never met any of those people. So it's just like you walk into these spaces and it's if you don't like to speak in public, good luck. Man. Good luck. I like, I, I <laughs> you heard my Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> no, but like, dude, I, because I had just put up this, you know, me bragging on you and how like you're such a hard worker and like a genuine dude. <laughs> and then you just get outright turds like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh, and, oh. and the thing about it is they're not even professional haters. Like, they're not yeah. even getting paid for it. So the, the, so the idea is, even when these people go out of their way to be this way, it's amateurs. It's an amateur show because they're not on a payroll anywhere. They're not getting paid for the time they invest. So it's like, that was one thing I had to learn early with my business was, I'm going to say my piece back, but at the same time, it's going to be PC. And two, it's like people on Road Rage, Right. The people who suck on the road, their life sucks where they're coming from and where they're going. And so they're shitty people to the maximum in between because they're just going to go sit behind a computer wherever they're going. Mm -hmm. Or they're just going to be a cuck wherever they wound up. So let them be how they are. Shout out to Adam22. Stuff stuff I learned against my will. Yeah! Oh boy, what else we got? No, oh no. I was, so um, I don't think you ever told the story about your dad and the American Gladiators. I don't think I did either. Uh, I think this I, is. I made a post. Yeah, I posted about it um, yesterday. Um, 
my dad and I were working on a show called Beats That Bind Us. And he was a DJ for 30 years. I was a DJ for 20. And we have a 30, basically 25-year age difference between the two of us. So we have shared experiences. We have experiences solo that involve the same music, involve the same atmosphere, involve sometimes the same people. And so we just reflect on those times and we relate. And it's just like a way to get closer to my father through some through the medium of music that we've always loved. And so we had an episode that was called Workout for Me. And so we talked about, you know, fitness and, and what that meant to my dad and how music played into that. And so we wound up talking about the American Gladiators because in the early 90s, um, when the show was in its heyday, they went on city tours. And so... Uh, they would go and challenge local athletes in real time on the show at arenas nationwide. And so um, we went around and I was, this is in 91, so I was eight at the time. And uh, so we went to the Holman Center uh, on the campus of Indiana State University and he did a tryout. And so he had to do like 55 push-ups. He had to do some sprints and a few other things. And he wound up making it as an alternate. So uh the american gladiator um unauthorized documentary is now on netflix and so i started watching it obviously interested when i heard about it because i was a giant fan and my dad was a part of the process so um we shared some footage um during the episode and part of that footage is his uh, is of his tryout and so i shared some of that footage um in the post and just made like and i found the sound of the the, the the music from the movie Gladiator and just put it onto it and you know just did it as like a little a little thing for my pops. And um but yeah he was he was part of that whole process. Um and seeing now the the um the documentary and listening to them talk about how much they got hurt because every time they went to these new cities, all these athletes were fresh, ready to try and take them out. And so, you know, they're fighting they're playing with injuries and doing all this stuff. So my dad, you know, all it took was one injury and he's in the show. And so uh, he got that close, but, you know, he didn't make it. But, you know, to see that in Netflix, people seeing that now and understanding its influence and how big of a social, like, you know, a cultural impact that show had um, and our proximity to it. Yeah, I just wanted to share that and let everybody know that my pops was cool. My pops is cool. Refrain. Hell yeah. I have I have an American Gladiator story, but it's the, uh, the new one. Okay. So Mike, the Titan O'Hearn, he was Titan on the the newer ones. Yeah, we were in we were in Iraq the second time, and they were doing like just USO stops. Yeah, and for some reason they stopped at our little cop we had in the middle of the desert to hang out. So, and so it was it, it was cool. They were like real nice, and you know, thanks for being here, guys. And then like, and then uh, Michael Hearn was like, I'd love to wrestle some of you guys. Ooh, yeah, and uh, my boy Big Chris been 11 years since he died yesterday but um like they they had like a a real good tussle like michael hurt is a 100 percent lifetime natural athlete never been on steroids totally guy and um the the iron chic one is the is the oh, of that Fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. all right and so <laughs> um so they they're all wrestling around and so he gets like uh, like sand, little little rock scrapes. <laughs> I remember it was Doc Nando Gonzalez. 
was standing there, just standing by. And he was like, hey, Doc, I'm pretty scratched up. You want to you wanna hook me up with some bandages? And Doc laughed at him and walked away. So that was... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Pull down your skirt. Easy. Just, just imagine a little Latino dude, and then just this giant of a man. And this is the, <laughs> just fucking laughed at him and bounced. <laughs> That's hilarious, dog. Yeah, he's on his home turf. Absolutely. Yeah, like, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny oh, yeah man. but that's have you have you watched that series yet the documentary i have not i have not so they talk about that that was a really big thing with steroids um how's how's malibu looking these days he doing, he doing all right uh i don't know if malibu was malibu on the show yeah he was on the show um he looks he looks good a lot of them still look good like i mean for yeah. at their age and for you know um the strain they put on their bodies for a long time, but like, yeah, it's, I, I got the idea, you know, he reached out to Captain Sandy, um, Ice, she has her own show, her own podcast, Chilling with Ice, might reach out to Nitro, and, uh, who's the other, uh, Bl- not Blaze, Storm, they both on the, on the docu-series, they both were, um, forthcoming with their struggles with alcohol and substance abuse, and so, that would be a perfect end to have them on the show and, and speak with Hell them. Hell yeah. Let them know, have my dad come join on the show that would be fucking real bro dude we should just have your dad on the show period i would love to talk to your old man no i'm sure that he would he would come on um but he's he's so humble reflecting on all of this stuff because again this is during his college year so he he was a 30 year old as a freshman at isu and so he wound up competing for isu's bodybuilding competition as you know a walk-in and got third place so it's like which is dope He's not a slouch. He has never been a slouch. So the the idea that I get to, you know, give him roses in real time while he's still here and, uh, you know, be a representation for people who, you know, who have good relationships with their fathers because so many movies, so much content is based around that, you know, disconnect. So well, see, and we've touched up, we've touched on it too. Black dad, white mom, but your dad was there the whole time. Take that stereotypes, you know, no like, doubt. Yeah. you know, like, Absolutely. It was just not one of those things where you can ah, ah stereotype. <laughs> not... Hold on. Here's the exception. Yep. Anywho. American gladiators. Sons of bitches. <laughs> that's why that's why I can't help but watch American Ninja Warrior now and be like, yeah, I can do that. Oh, we uh we interviewed a cat that was on American Ninja Warrior on uh when uh, for the love of fit was a standalone. Oh, nice. And uh, the guy? uh no, I can't his name is Matt Feldhaus. Sounds and funny. he uh he 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 didn't make it all the way through the course, but he was a real rad guy. <laughs> Army vet. <laughs> it was actually one of my it was actually out of the on that show, it was one of my favorite interviews we did, honestly. Very cool. Yeah. But, yeah, I've got uh, a lot I've got a lot of respect for the people in that community. Like they are for sure athletes, and well, it's like how they how they approach fitness. Period is a whole different yep. mindset too, because it's not you know bulky. You can't be too big. Yeah, and you but you have to be strong, and you have to be fast at the same time, and you have to be flexible, and you have to be like where I would lose is grip strength. My hands and my wrists are torn up. Well, well so have I have I ever showed you this? Uh uh-uh. uh. 
Okay, so here on my 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 ring finger. So I broke this hand. Yeah. Actually, actually going through um, the first FitOps class. Yummy. And the guy that was the corpsman turned out to be not. And uh, he was like, yeah, you're fine. It's just swollen. Like, okay. So now I have this like permanent bump right here and I can't. So like my, my grip strength, in my left hand is done. So, yep. Let's see. And that drives me crazy because I have been like a wrestler for real my whole life. So my grip strength is like a matter of pride for me. Sure. See ya. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anywho. Bullshit. God, you know, rest in peace, Iron Sheet. All right. And uh, you know what? Rest in peace, Mantar. <laughs> you gotta refresh. You gotta refresh who Mantar is. Ma- Mantar was a guy who came out and like he like debuted in '96, and okay. he walked out. He's a tall, rotund man. And he was not good, but he 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 walked out with the out out in the entrance ramp, wearing a pretty much a big buff a stuffed buffalo head with uh, bigger horns, and uh, yeah, he wasn't good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he died today at fifty five. So it was announced he was dead today. Where are we at? I gotta get a better R.I.P. joke, so I got <laughs> sweet dreams. Sleep, sleep well, little prince. I feel, I feel better. I feel better doing that than this. <laughs> that one doesn't feel as good, so I'll, I'll stick with that. Um, or yeah, laugh track. All that is that too. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Brother man. Ah, all right. So, chickens, chump bits, charge back. Dad's American gladiator. R.I.P. No, sir. I do believe we've done a whole show. Think, yeah, we're at fifty-seven, fifty-eight minutes, so we have run the gamut, not including we, our extended conversation before this as well. <laughs> God damn, we did it again. Another nuts out, <laughs> unprepared. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into the Silver Swirl Podcast. Once again, my name is Jake Howard. I go by DJ Swirl. Chocolate and vanilla swirl. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We really appreciate it. Good night. Fucking bullshit. Hey, it's Warhorse. Do you want your workouts to look like this? Or do you want your workouts to slay? When Warhorse picks his pre-workout, he wants it to slay. If you want second place, go with somebody else. If you want to be a champion, go with royalty nutrition.